welcome to the Boku Talk podcast. I'm Aisha. I'm Fiona. And yeah, wait, I feel like the the whole like, you know, atmosphere is just so heavy right now, like just in general. So guys, you probably guessed it, we're, de- we're going to be speaking on, you know, our current climate, Black Lives Matter, um, the riots that are currently going on in America. And yeah, let's get into it with the bubble moment of the week. So uh, guys, as you know, what the bubble moment is usually something that is quite, you know, mad that's going on. And obviously, just like Asha said, the bubble moment this week is the riots in America over this George Floyd killing. And not just George Floyd, like there was Breonna Taylor and I forgot the other guy's name. So there was three. I, oh, and his surname, I think, is Ahmed, but I can't remember. We're really bad for forgetting that, so please forgive us. Yeah, forgive um, us. I was, can't remember his first name. Yeah, but we do want to acknowledge all three of them. Aside from that, there's also been, you know, other stuff going on. There's other been there's been a lot of other killings across America during the riots of black people unarmed. So the reason that's the bubble moment is because at what point do you lot realize like all these people are writing for all all asking is you to treat us with decency. It's not yeah. rocket science. Like we're not asking for money. We're not asking you to you know they're not unreasonable requests. That's what I'm so saying. I really it's don't understand. Mm. why it's so difficult for them to grasp the concept of why do you keep on doing this like you can you can take you can have all these laws in place you can have all these protection laws but nobody seems to respect them Mm. and for whatever reason we are consistently looked at like we're we're not human which is very yeah racism it's like it's it's beyond at this point because no one's asking you for we're, we're actually asking you the bare minimum we're asking to treat us just like you would treat anyone else like Mm. we have decency like no one's disputing for me personally the way i look at it is that obviously we know george floyd he did not have counterfeit um 20 yeah we're gonna get into it so first of all don't even look for reasons but if you do have a reason to suspect somebody is up to criminal activity Mm. have your evidence to do that so that when people are asking questions you can back it up we're not saying everyone is perfect but we're just saying stop racially you know um, profiling people number one and number two what really gets me is that even if that's the case you can't like if you know yeah that you you know murder is a crime why are you doing it and yeah, it's mad. It's mad. You... <laughs> you know, let's let's get in. Let's get into the topic. So obviously, Fiona well. started getting into it. So um, I'm just gonna give everyone some background. So George Floyd, he's from uh, Minnesota. You know, he's from Minneapolis in Minnesota in America. For those that don't know, um, oh, Minneapolis but... is in Minnesota. I thought Minnesota was in Minneapolis. No, nah, the state. No, the state is Minnesota. Jesus, Minneapolis is the city. Okay. Yeah, so again, for those that don't know, um, from what I've read from reports and everything like that, he went into a store, he um, was purchasing something, and the clerk accused him of buying that particular object or product or whatever with, uh, I think, like a counterfeit um, um, check or something like that. Like, it's really weird in America, you can pay for stuff with checks and whatever. So they were trying to say that he paid with a bad check. So the clerk called the police and it literally kicked off from there there's a video that i saw where like they've got him in the handcuffs and that and they've put him against the wall and he wasn't and resisting 
yeah and then obviously the second video is the video that everyone has seen where you see that man literally with his his whole body weight on that man's neck there was literally a point where if he even pressed harder down on George Floyd's neck and the man he, he died for nothing literally not even just that for no. Not even mm. just that, because even though the man had his mat, his hand, his knee on his neck, there's another yeah. video that shows that there are two more officers holding the rest of his body down. Wow! So, so they must have been on the other side of the car, because yeah, like, yeah, because you can only car, see, yeah. But then there was another wow. video that was coming from the other side of the car where yeah. you can actually see. I black my hands abroad. <laughs> I don't bleach, guys. Listen, um, black hands matter. All right. Thank you. Yes. They're not dry, but they're darker yeah. than my face. Listen, that's not point because we actually are not perfect. Sorry. Um, yeah, on the other side of the car, you can see that yeah. these two black men were on top of his, the rest of his body, holding him down. So I black men like, or police officers? Police. Oh, police officers. Okay. I feel like at this point, it's like, how do you look at that and still rule it out to be not murder? Do you know what's so mad as well? Yeah. So I found out like the other day that one of the police officers, I don't think he was in the video, but he was actually. The police officer that killed him, his wife's brother. What? So basically, so basically, the guy that killed George Floyd, the police officer that killed him, yeah, his wife is Asian, yeah? Yeah. I don't think you see him in the video, but her brother is also a police officer, and he was one of the police officers that was a part of that. They said it was four or three. He was one of them. So basically, his brother-in-law. His brother-in-law was basically an accomplice. Allegedly. It's not an alleged. There's a lot of other stuff I found out. I even found out that the guy that actually killed George Floyd, him and George Floyd used to work together as security. Yes. Do you know how mad that is? So they they that, cover. That's mad because from then... You, this is, this is premeditation. Yeah. Exactly. That's this premeditation. With racism, yeah, it's not something that... I believe you just you just wake up and say, hey, I'm racist, you're taught that. It's something that's mm-hmm. brewing inside of you. So what he felt that day when he was there kneeing him as if he as if he isn't somebody's child yet, I'm telling you, he probably felt that same way when they used to work with each other. That's the craziest thing, not knowing that years later, this man will be the same person that will kill you. Do you know how crazy that is? Mm-hmm. Like America is just, America is literally a war zone, but it's not like, racism is something that cannot be solved racism is something that can only be turned around by white people people need to stop acting like we as black people need to just be explaining left right and center oh yeah um this is what you guys do to us they know exactly what they're doing many know exactly they're not stupid people need to understand that you know white people know because they're the ones that created racism so they're the ones that can turn it around i remember what i was watching um uh a live you know umar johnson yes and <laughs> He's he's problematic, but sometimes he does make sense in it. And he's just saying sometimes. That's what I said. No, sometimes. no, 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 no. I feel like ninety-five percent of the time it makes sense, apart from the five percent when he's just ignorant as fuck. Yeah, for for me, the bit that I hate is the fact that he's homophobic and his whole attitude towards women is 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 mad. It's mad. But everything else, if we're being real, what does he, he is say? Fast. Yeah, but yeah, I digress. So like, he must have been saying how. White people can end racism in 24 hours if they want to, literally. Mm-hmm. It's actually as simple as that. But they choose not to. They choose not to. It's a superiorism that they like to have over us. And with that being said, I just feel like, you know, they're all full of shit. Like, I'm not here to educate you about 
what you know is right and wrong, period. That's like, if you can look at another white person and say, oh, no, don't do that. Why the fuck you can't look at me and say the same thing? Bro, do, do you know what's funny, what yeah? Well, I've got the same titty, I've got the same booty, like, it might be yeah. a bit bigger. I've got the same teeth, we've got the same heart. <laughs> we all bleed red. Like, we actually... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, so it's uh, like, why you, why you can look at, you can look at Jennifer, not Jennifer, yeah. that's even more black than me. Yeah, I don't yeah. know any white Jennifers. Why you can yeah. look at, um... Holly, Holly and think, yeah, yeah. no, Holly, Holly's alright. And he's like, no, yeah, yeah, you can't, yeah. can't go there to, um, you know, your last something. Shut yeah. up. No, like, don't, yeah. don't do that. The thing is with me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have really been trying not to talk on it too much. Not because I don't see what's going on, but because I don't want to say something. Because um, as you listen, to be honest, we're all on social media. There's an outrage. Yeah. There's a lot of factors around it. Yeah. We need to be strategic in how we address the situation. Now, I'm not saying the rights are wrong. I actually think you lot are doing your thing because I don't know how many times you've got to tell these people treat us like humans. Like, if they don't want to understand it, then shit, feel how you want to feel and do what you have to do. Yeah. But what I will feel. say is this, right? When you're getting your anger and when you're taking your anger, you're putting it out there, make sure you're directing the energy to the right yes. people. Okay, I'm not mad at you guys for looting. Personally, I would not loot. I'm yeah, just I saying I'm not a looter, <laughs> but I will never condemn or judge anyone. You Take have to feel what how you want to feel. Yeah, you have to feel how you want to feel. Like yeah. I saw a video recently. Um, so I saw the thing about George Floyd's son saying how he wants peace. They want peace. And I respect it. I can understand why you want peace. You've just lost your, like, your dad. Like, if any, I know how it feels to lose a dad. You get it? Like, you don't want all the drama around it because you, you digesting the fact that not yeah. only has your dad died, He's, he's, he's publicised everywhere. Yeah. You go on every news yeah. channel; they're showing it. It's not, it's not a, it's not a peaceful situation. But yeah, I can see that. why you want to be that way because you're just looking at it and you're thinking, "They killed my dad out of hate. I don't mm. want to, ex- you know, push." It. But at the same time, I did at one point. I did think to myself, "Guys, let's let's try and be peaceful about this." But then I thought to myself, "Wait, try to understand the other side." So I saw another video of this girl. Mm-hmm. She was screaming. She was like, "We're not going to be peaceful anymore because oh. I've lost three of my brothers yeah. the same exact way, yeah. and you guys keep doing it. Mm-hmm. So why?" And I promise you, to God, when she said that, it hit me differently because I was like, "Do you know what? I swear to God Almighty, God forbid, touch wood." Yeah, exactly. Any of my you family would... members, it has to happen to I'm you. I'm drawing blood. Yeah, I'm drawing because it's not funny. This How is the thing you? as well. Yeah. White people, this is this kind of going back a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. White people will claim that they don't understand racism, yeah, but they know everything about animal rights. Let you you go you go see a dog, yeah, a stray dog on the street. Just know a white person is going to take that dog in, mm-hmm. or is going to take that cat in. They know about animal rights. When um these whatever celebrities are there, yeah, and they have their fur mink coats on or whatever, real fur coats on, you will see what they called again. What those people called? Pizza. Yeah, P- uh, yeah, them pizza, whatever. Yeah, following them, harassing them. But when it comes to racism, so you lot don't want to speak up. Do you know it is? It's weird. And then we um and then yeah, with like the writing and the looting thing, people need to understand that it's because people have had enough black people. Yeah. 
have had enough. Yeah. So just like what you were saying, I, I didn't actually see it that way when um, George Floyd's son said, we want peace. I didn't see it that way, but because you, from what you've just said, like obviously because you've, you know, you've lost your dad as well, I get it now, like you are gonna want peace. You're not gonna want so much commotion, but at the same time, it's actually bigger. It's Danny. bigger. It's no, but bigger. what I will say, not even to, not even to thingy, the only reason why I even feel like here, yeah, I get his point even more, is because maybe it will help him to stop reliving the same thing that keeps, mm-hmm. because I promise you, the more and more these rights are blowing up, the more and more they're yeah. going to keep on putting out, you know, George videos Floyd, on it. And when Floyd. they do that, they're yeah. going to keep replaying the same yeah. video. And it's like, every yeah. you turn, you're reliving it's the true. same yeah. Same thing that happened with Mark Duggan. I remember that. Like whenever they were referencing, I'm the sorry, riots, guys, that I always truck. Oh, <laughs> whenever they were referencing the riots that happened in London back in 2012, they always kept referencing again and, and, over and you, over again. It's not. It's fam. Death alone is enough to like strip yeah. your, whole men- your whole mental state. Is so imagine having to. Ah. Yeah. Oh! The, it's a the lot. counseling that kid, them, them kids are gonna, the yeah. people around, the counseling they're gonna need, and yeah. everybody that's lost people, the the mm-hmm. support system they're gonna need, and that's the only reason why I would say you lot, yeah, I know it's bigger than that, I know it, I, I know we have to do these de- demonstrations because we need change to come, but yeah. just, just. I don't know how it's it's hard. I'm not saying. Ooh, listen, I'm yeah. not saying. I'm not saying what we're doing is wrong. I, yeah. I just want to clarify that before I go. I, I don't know. Somebody go ahead and quote me on Twitter because well, I well. am irate. I'm ready to cuss you. Nah, you're, you're but what good. I will say is this year, I'm not against the riots. I'm not against it. I'm not against the protests. Furthermore, I think we need to do more. I think yeah. we need to continuously show, yeah, that we're not punks. Stop it. Do you get it? Like, but yeah. when you're doing these things, just remember the biggest picture of all of it, yeah, is yes, they keep doing this to family members around us and people we know, and they keep making us examples, but people actually have lost people that they had real connections. It's never going to come back. And they're going to keep reliving that moment. Yeah, They're going to keep... Me, I can't sit here and tell you shit. Like, the way my pops were, he he was in the hospital. I am not going to tell you, like, ah, I can remember them. I can remember it, but I wasn't there. Mm. There's no video of me watching him take his last breath. Mm. That child is gonna. That video is death for life. It's death for life. It's true. And it's literally you can just type it in and it's there. Yeah, that's that. That is actually another really good way to think about it. That's that's mad. It's. I I just feel like you know them ones where it's like you know you want to show that sympathy, but the sympathy is coming out in anger. Anger with the writing and the looting. Now for me. I feel like we've been protesting for too long and nothing has happened. The riots, yeah, I'm not trying to say that, yeah, it's right, all of these type of things or whatever, yeah, but it didn't come for no reason, yeah? Mm-hmm. There, there isn't, there's no smoke without fire. It, it's all happening for a reason. Of course! You know what I mean? The only thing I will say is that I feel like when people are going out there, leave those black businesses alone, please. Leave them Don't alone, please! Them. Everything else... Apart Wait, from off white, it's at your own device. Apart from off white, go for it, guys. Oh, go for it, go for off white, go for it, go for it. The reason why, <laughs> and you know, what I'm saying this year because when you're messing up their corporations and stuff like that, there's it's only gonna be so. They've got so, How do I put it? Like basically, yeah, they're not gonna be able to keep what's it called finding money to do reconstruction and what all of this. No, they will. Break it. 
I'm so sorry, break no, it. Do you know break. why? Because there will come a time, yeah, where they'll be like, hold on, these are keep these are messing with our money now. We actually have to put something in place. It's crazy that it has to come to that, but that's what you have to do. That's what you have to do because they're not listening. They're really not. I agree. People, I know, agree. there's people in power. Donald Trump, if he really wants to, he can he can put out some sort of law or bill or whatever to say you lot. If we find that you're doing you're you're, you're using excessive force on people or you're you're really really taking the piss, you're killing people unlawfully. That's it. Job done. Like forget about it. He can do that if he wants to. Just like how he can call the military to come down and 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 put tear gas on people or whatever. Yeah, he knows exactly what he's doing. That man did that damn that mandate eh, the hell that you see you see him yeah i'm not a person that wants to wish things on top but you see him and that kate hopkins they have oh, they have i don't want to waste energy on no her. wait wait listen listen you know there's hell <laughs> they're one them two yeah they've got yeah. a very special a custom hell for them what that monday that monday america Evil. I know that you lot are outnumbered and I know a lot of you voted, yeah. but did you see what you lot did? Yeah. Do you see what you lot did? You lot put this blood is on their hands as well. Oh, so much blood is on that nation's hands, you know. That place, I'm sorry, I could not. I'm, I love, I love my American people. Them, I love, no. them, I love my love. <laughs> but you think I'm gonna relocate? To me? I'm not. But let me, let me just say this. When I say this, yeah, I will not come to America to live. But at the same time, England is not. It's not clear. Baby, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, you know, I, I found like on Twitter and, you know, um, and Insta as well that a lot of people are saying, oh my God, I'm so happy we're not in America. Oh, mm-hmm. the UK isn't that bad. But the UK is not innocent. We've said this hundreds of times. The UK have been the reason why so many people are not here right now they've manhandled people just because the uk don't the uk police sorry do not use their guns like that it doesn't mean that they're not still causing harm so for example obviously this is you know a Ceylonian based podcast so one of the people that we'll speak of is called sheku bio i really hope that i'm saying his name correctly but Back in 2015, the Scottish police killed him. They um, suspected that he had, what, a knife on him? That was not even confirmed. And they beat him to death. They beat that man. Thinking they beat that man to death. Yeah. They, they suspected. Not that they found it. Even they did find that. it. Yeah. So did they, did they even search him? Did they... they suspected that he had a knife on him, so they beat him. Even but if he in, did in order have for them to beat him, this is this is what I'm saying. Like that, this is this is what's getting me annoyed now because I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking, do you know what? Mm. I'm not justifying anything. But you, for, in order for you to beat him, you'd have to go up to him and you'd have to literally cause a threat to you. Yeah. And he did not do that, and you not still beat him. Exactly. Do you know what? Who, it is gives, to you beat somebody who gives you the today? right? <laughs> who gave you the right? Honestly. Who gave you the right? It's mad. Who gave you? Who gives these people the right to do these things? Mm-hmm. Who actually no, gives? Oh, do, you, do you know what I've read? How to be a police officer? I, I can't remember if it was in I the, know who it, based it, on the UK or pardon. Six years in the UK is three months in the US. No, 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 no. no. I know, I know what you're talking about. That was um, Salon Bobo, something like that. No, 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 no. To I be a police officer, I think it's like a year. What? They said it's like a year. Oh, yeah, or maybe like yeah, a couple months to be a police officer here. Oh, oh they changed it then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they only get to be a rat. Pardon? 
Nobody wants to be a rat. Nobody wants to be. Oh, a I'm rat. saying, but then it makes me wonder in both the in America and the UK, what are they teaching them in their training? What is they're obviously being taught that with black people we are we are we are aggressive or we're more stronger, so you have to use extra force. Obviously, yes, it's racist, but it's just like, hold on. This is not, uh, as well as being racist, you're taught these things as well in training. And it's, it's mad because you know, like Love Island, yeah? Do you remember Mike from Love Island? He's a third. He, yeah, yeah. So he was, yeah. And he was saying how during his training, one of the police officers called him a gorilla. And, no, and they did nothing about it. So even in the police force, as a black person, you're not protected. It's mad. Well, why are you lot keep... Listen, not to be ignorant to it, because I know we need more black police. Officers. I know what you're going to say. It's we not for us. More, we need more lawyers. Well, we do need more lawyers. No, we do need lawyers. We need more we need black more officers. No, we don't need more coons, right? What I think happens here, no, yeah. we don't need no more coons. We, we don't need coons. We're done. This is what I think happens here. Yeah. I think they're mm. going to the police force yeah, thinking, I'm going to make a change. I'm yeah, going to show these lot I can do it. It's not yeah. for bad, some wait, of them. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. No, of course. No, I don't think any of them join for bad, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think yeah. any of them think here, oh, I'm going to go in there and go against my colour. What I mm-hmm. think happens is they go into this environment, they go into the training. As they're training up, they get bullied so bad yeah. that they want to conform because yeah. when they come back to the black community and they say, oh, I'm training to be a police officer, everyone's like, whoa, whoa. Do you know what I mean? So they ain't got a choice, and then now they ain't got no group of, so they think, fuck it, I might as well just join that side, because the black community don't F with me, because I'm trying to do something good for them, but they don't see that. Yeah, do you know what it is, right? We, at the fam, I'm not going to lie, I'm a victim to, I'm not a victim, I'm never a victim. I am a, um, (laughs) I am, um, I can say I'm part of that. I've definitely had friends (laughs) Who yeah. have considered the the career choice have said oh, wow. it. really and yeah yeah I know one person that has I haven't spoken to him in so long not on purpose sure. but I just feel like what what the hell do we have to talk about and it's not because I am involved in any criminal activity but it's just kind of like I have nothing to say to you like what the fuck yeah. oh, my mom cannot watch this one um there's no, nah, I've already decided she don't need to watch it. She can't even listen anyway. Um, so, yes. <laughs> like, I don't really need to talk to you. And because of yeah. that, maybe, you know, I can, I, I, I guess I'm one of those put yourself in someone else's shoes person. I feel yeah. like that's, that's what I've given up. So I feel like, you know, I'm not sitting here trying to say to you, like, yeah, it's right. But stars, you need to go on. If you say you want to be a police officer and you want to do a change, understand you're going to get backlash either way. But stand yeah. as you mean to go on. Do not start and then switch sides. Because when you switch sides, do you know what I mean? Like, if you know that it's not for you, because it's not for you. Like, at the end of the day, these people say, yeah. protect and serve. But they yeah. are, you can see all the, the stuff that they do and then you go and join in. Like well, could, yeah, do you know what? You? It's true. So you do, you do get people like that, but you do also get the ones that, like we're saying, that you know, they go in there, they have really good intentions. Like, oh my god, I want to make a change, which is great. You know, you want to see more. You want to see more people in the force that look like you. So when they are dealing with minorities, you're there. Not minorities. So when they are dealing with black people, you are there to oversee what's going on. But like what you're saying, some kind of change. Some kind of change. 
or someone like that already. Fiona, that's I guarantee another thing. You, yeah. Majority of the time, some are like that already. But I guarantee yeah. majority of the time they're going to that so they they're going to that workplace here. Yeah? Because another thing we don't consider is right. No matter where you go in this life, the mm. career path you choose, yeah, the job that you choose, the people within that community that you're working <laughs> in yeah. becomes your second family. That's who you're with majority of the time. Do you understand? Ooh, family, no, no, it's it's scary to think about, it, but it's the truth. Mm. No, Asha, listen, I work a nine to five, yeah? Yeah. Right? I work well, you mean that you're always with them? I, I work a nine to five, five days a week, right? Yeah. Apart from my 27 days of holiday away from them and the weekend but yeah. when i come home from work i come to my house and when i go mm. out unless i'm checking my friends and we have plans i'm going back to the work thing so everybody in that place here yeah, it's just like you can't choose your family in that sense it is where mm. it is you are going that's your second home whether you like it or not right yeah what do you do in a situation whereby you have a cause you understand for this is the job you want to do you either leave the role and go to another place until you feel comfortable you can't keep jumping through jobs because people are going to look at you like why you keep jumping or you just leave yeah or you just leave but like i saw a video the other day of a guy who was a police officer and um i think one of his other police colleagues or whatever must have said something really ignorant or he was trying to stop him from like being I guess nice to people or whatever it was something along the lines in it mm. or they said that he can't go out and protest I can't remember where it was and that very same day he quit and then the next day he was out protesting with people so I think that just goes to show if you want to stay there and be a part of it you will do that but if, but you, wait, like, if you're like no you know I'm gonna leave you can do that as well yeah no, but, but the point I was trying to get at wasn't even that. It's like, yeah, you have those options to do that. But it all comes down to exactly what you're trying to do in life. Like, listen, being black should never be a problem. It should have never been a fight that we need to go through every day right. to make. Slavery, it's actually the reality right. of it. Being Rebrush. black, the colour of my skin, should not be such an issue to you. But my character and how I treat people, when you see me treat people, is how you determine whether or not I deserve the treatment I get, but you choose not to. So yeah. in that sense, yeah, what I'm trying to say is like, you go into these workplaces, yeah, and you, you've got your intent for your job or you know that this is a company you want to work for because da, 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 da. some people, they don't have the courage to just leave and, and decide things are going to work out because I shall look like the society that we're in right now, nothing is certain. Do you yeah. understand? So because of that, they conform to this and they end up being the coons that they hate. And yeah. that's what I think happens with a lot of these black policemen. I feel like they go into the circumstances because I genuinely believe people that join the police, yeah, I promise yeah. you, it's not because, like, I feel there's two types of people that join it. One, they want power. They want to feel like they're in yeah. power for whatever reason. Or yeah. two, they genuinely want to make a change. Make a change and I yeah. feel like what happens is the majority of them move into the power part. Mm. For whatever reason, if you yeah. go into them workplaces, you're doing the training, people are being racist to you, they're calling you names as a black person, you're getting bullied at work. Where are you going to take out that energy on? Civilian your own people. Civilian. Yeah, especially your own. Especially exactly. your own. Some of them are even more of black people. You're going to do it to your own, especially because mm. you're going to see the situation. The way you're going to look at it, you're going to be like, oh, why am I even doing this for people that don't even do it? But it's like, no, bro, you can't tell, you can't sit here and tell me you joined this, this police force and thought, oh yeah, gonna everything's going to be no, it's fine not. and dandy. So why do you even join it? You're joining the biggest and the worst gang, yeah? Of in the all world. Time. 
in the world. And literally. you want to sit here and profile. Like, how can you, as a black brother, go to sleep, wake up in the morning, or black sister, and say, boom, I'm going to go to work today. They've given you uh, this amount of people that you have to arrest. You're just going out there, going for all your... You're just going out Bro, home. you're not going to arrest your bro and sister, so what's wrong like, with you? you? But you know what? You know, like, in, you know, like in work here, where you always have that one person that tries to act like... The, the manager or the supervisor and whatever, yeah, or tries to proper suck up to the manager, yeah. Sometimes I feel like you get that with some black police officers. It's like, oh, it's like, watch me twirl, daddy, watch me twirl. Like, sometimes, are you, are you really being serious? You're really being serious sometimes. Maybe I think it's all of the motherfucking time. Yeah. Wait, well, yeah. I, I heard, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but no, no. The reason why I say some is because. Um, unfortunately because there are so many bad ones yeah we forget that they actually are good black police officers them in general they're actually good black police officers for example again in one of the videos that i saw from the protest there was a man that literally just went up to one girl i think she was on her knees and he pushed her down again a white police officer and the black lady came and then the black police officer what she moved to him and we need more of that we need more police of black police officers that aren't scared that's the thing as well the reason why some of them act like that because they're scared maybe they feel like this is my job this is the only thing that i can do but it's this not is what right I, it's not is, right at all this is what i'm saying Mm. They're scared. They, they it's it's fear, man. Yeah, they come out of fear, but it doesn't. It doesn't mm. mean it's not. It's not. Cool. You see something wrong going on, stand against it. But then again, you do you know what? As well, let's not be fully ignorant because even though we see that these are doing protests and brutality is happening, we actually don't know what's going on in these police departments, Boy. and we don't know if they're actually making mm. movements. And we don't. They're not going to talk too much. They're going to do what they have to do. So if mm. you are out there and you're listening to what I'm saying, and you're a black police officer that is in a with the fact that everything that is going on is wrong and you're doing mm. something but you just don't want anyone to know about it you carry on sir and make sure when you come out to show the world exactly how you're going to stand up for your people because yeah. do it. it's doable bang do no it one should act like it's bang. impossible to be a, pol- a police officer sorry and still stand for your people it's not we impossible we can be anything we can exactly anything we it's not, it's, i know it's i know obviously we're not police officers so some people may say, "Oh, well, it's easy for you to take, for easy for you to say." Sorry, but I, I don't believe that it's hard to do. As no, in, to some stand people for your right. people and still serve in the police force. There was one embarking. He was um some Nigerian uncle guy. Yeah, mm. I liked him. He's cool, man. Yeah, well, you he see, was there cool. you go. He was like, all right. I don't, I don't really, I've right, never really had any encounters with him. I don't, I haven't heard. Yeah, him. I, I don't it. know what happened to him, but. Mm. Um, yeah, it was. Oh, right. I, thought, I thought you were talking about the police in general. Anyways, no, he was a he was a policeman. Okay, 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 okay. I just I just, I just remember seeing him around. I feel like I'll be He's my cool man. But yeah. the point is, uh, you know, police brutality. Huh. Yeah, and again, just going back to um, the death of Sheku Bayo again, one of our own, a Ceredonian man. Guys, whenever you can in your own time, please do your research about that situation because it's so mad. Because I've always known. The name, I just never knew he was Serenian. I never knew until literally did deeper research the other day and I was just like, oh my God, this is something that is has even affected our own people. So again, it's not something that just affects, you know, people in the U the US or just people in the black people in the UK, all over. As long as you're black, it's all it's like you're automatically seen I as a I don't know I don't know. 
I really don't know wedding. It's because we have something that they want, man. I promise you, I'm going to say something that might be a bit wild. Fucking hell, bro. Something just... <laughs> something just missed me. Gosh. <laughs> Lord. That really hurt. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. <laughs> Gosh, we are not sending this. In. This video is not going to my mum. No way. I had any hats, man. You're right. Jeez. You're right. What are you talking about? Oh, she yeah. Don't think shook me. <laughs> okay. How do you know? I just thought of that. With that, Toyo must have tweeted something like, you chooks me, I chooks you. So <laughs> God was something nah, else. she's oh, mad. Nah, nah, we're going, we're going off, we're going off, we're going off. But yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to talk about, um, what was I saying? Oh, no. The, um, what's it, I was going to say as well, yeah. Okay, so UK black police, American black police, we've spoken about them. African police, yeah. My goodness gracious me. Now, you the part of the biggest gang in the world, fam. I don't even want to hear that. The thing with African police, yeah, is it is bad because okay, it's a power thing, but it's also because it's very easy to not get justice because all you need to do is what. Right. Uh, I don't even think that's just African police. I'm sorry, but look how many cases have been overlooked in the UK, in America, in everywhere. And no, I know, but I'm talking about as in like with physical, physical man, they say, oh yeah, let me give you this and forget about it. That's African police for you. I feel like with America and the UK, it's a bit of a, a process, it's but a you're right. It's something that probably happens. Okay, yeah, so I'll yeah, tell you for free right now, yeah. You see, yeah. Because some of the cases that have happened, yeah, especially in America, money was definitely involved for that to just go away, 100%. So, yeah, I hear you on that. But African police are just so, like, they are oh, powerful. Yeah, I'm not talk on them because, to be honest with you... No, why? I said African police. I didn't say Syrian police. So I said African. No, I thought it's my case, isn't it? God forbid anything happens so to you, you, you see, That's how mad they are. If they anything happens, you don't know what's going on, isn't it? Like, for real, if anything happens, if you... Yeah, like, hey, guys, what actually, Fiona, when I not say, hey... Just know they've flown over here to arrest us. I'm really no, not... No, I'm joking, I'm man, not... I'm joking. But, yeah, in all, in all, in general, like, yes, there are good police officers. There are good there is a whole. The ones that are bad, it's like it's like it's just the whole representation of police. When they're bad, they're bad. bad. When it, exactly. When it's bad, it's you know. But I do hope that with everything that's going on now, a change will come. I feel like this is really a revolution. Like this is the first time that there's been such an uproar like this. Not to say it hasn't happened before, but this one, I don't know where. It Can is. I it's just say? Different. Yeah. Can I just say? Yeah. I believe not to be cynical. I believe a revolution is coming. Mm-hmm. Do I think that this change is going to change everything forever? Hell the hell no. Mm. I don't think, and I don't, I think we're going to be teased out of time. it. I think it's going to be, we're going to be coaxed out of it for a while. A few things are going to be put into place to show a little bit more protection of black people. Mm. I think that corruption is never going to die. I mm. think it's going to continue in Africa police corruption in America, police yeah. corruption all over. I think it's never going to go anywhere. I don't think that's going to change because there's just too much 
power and too many people that are they're just so easily manipulated and yeah. it makes me sick like and this was going off topic a little bit but i was watching the jeffrey epstein one oh. but, um, and how this man was paying off the oh yeah i've got friends in the police department you know how easy it yeah. is to just through networking yeah yeah you're able to get through. so do i think corruption is you see the phone book hell Please do not, because I don't. I, I'm so. We're not going to wait, but some of those nice. names, I'm so disappointed. I really don't. I really, really don't. I really don't know how to feel. I really yeah. don't know how to. I really like. Yeah. I, saw, I saw it, and I just thought, disgusting. It's disgusting. I just don't know how to feel because moving forward, it's like. Anyway, um, it, I don't think corruption is going to end. I think it's going to be up forever. I think it is yeah. because there's too many people that are in positions in their life that have been solely reliant on manipulating their way through things, even down to like top police officials. Like the only way they, yeah. fam, we cannot sit here and be watching all these crime dramas and seeing how underhanded you scratch my back, I scratch your back, you scratch yeah. my back, I see how people get into top positions because of that. And you think that it's going to stop? Hell no. Yeah, it's never going to stop. What we can do, what we can do as black people, yeah, is just... need to be on them. It's it's not even just that we need to be on them. (laughs) I know that we have been minding our business and doing our own things, but we really, like, we are united, yes. But we need to be more united like and i don't want to compare us to the asian community because them as well they have their flaws Please but don't. their <laughs> unitedness is different like i just i the, you we need to be we need to be like glue at this point like nothing can shake us mm. and we need to kick out the people that don't want to join in and just be yeah. like you know what peace out i'm not mad at you but if you ain't here then you can't be if you're over there you can't be over here because yeah. if you can sit back and you can watch things happening and feel like you know you can comment on all the other do you know what gets me mad the most i guess it's like when you see people talking about all the wrongdoings of the things that are happening and they talk about you know what rest in peace to that guy but why are you looting the stores or what shut the hell up shut your mouth Shut no. your, shut your mouth. Things have been stolen from us and Africa as well for many, many years. These lot will live again. And on top of that, Asha, maybe yeah. that, can, can we just take into fact like this is it? Like, I know I started off by saying, but I'm like, all asking is to be like treated like human because really, truly, yeah, we didn't call you lot to come. We did not yeah. call you. We did not, we did not send for you, bruv. There was no signal. Nobody called you guys to come to Africa, right? Yeah. And take us from where we was. We did not exactly. call you. We did not tell you lot we need help. Nobody wrote you lot a letter. You came in. You you assumed that I'm civilized. You came in. You you put an assumption on there. You threw a label out there calling us uncivilized. And um, yes, we had flaws. Yes, we did. Yes, everywhere has flaws. If mm-hmm. we talk about the flaws, you you guys you do you did not wash. You did yeah. not wash until black people came. You did not wash your waist. So don't you dare, <laughs> right? We all had flaws, but it's the fact that we did not come in your countries and make you lot come and do things. No, we came in your countries and made it better. We made it better, but you lot brought us here to continuously beat us down. And I don't want to, I don't want to upset anybody by saying this word yet. But there's one thing that I always think like the type of suffering black people go through, and I'm not disputing it, but you know, sometimes I feel like we're the chosen race because this this isn't the first time I've heard that. I actually think chosen race. I actually think with the church because I don't understand because why, why is it that we get attacked so much for nothing. 
Imagine. You stand there, you stand there like this, look. And you will get attacked. Yeah. I didn't even say no. No, but that's that's how it is, though. That's how it is. Microaggressions, all of that. You know, you again, like what you just said, you could be standing there. Oh, oh, I should do your straight face. Just do your straight. (laughs) Do the straightest face ever. Do the straightest face. Okay. Ah, why are you so aggressive? Ah, oh, you look very aggressive. Yeah. No. <laughs> For saying nothing, you know. Or you go and change your hair. Oh, like I remember when one girl yeah came up to me and she was trying to. T- I remember when I had faux locks in it. She was trying to touch my hair, and I just moved my head. Like I said, you do not have to touch. You really uh, don't. You don't have do you want to know something? I had that same situation one time. There was this girl that I was chilling with. Like was it was just cool. She's nice and it white girl. And we was all getting ready to go to one way. And this girl that I'm no longer friends with, but yeah, she was getting ready and the white girl goes to her, um, ooh, can I try your wig on? Or like, can I touch her? And my friend was like, don't ever ask a black girl that. And I bust off. No, good. No, the reason good. I started laughing, yeah, because the white girl was like, why are you laughing? I said, because you should have known better. And I'm not here to yeah. this Oh, but they, but they claim they don't. <laughs> let, me, let me take your hair and put it on. Shut the hell up. Exactly. Dumb. You can't take your hair off. But it's cool. No, I wouldn't have that issue if you didn't take me out of Africa. My hair would have been long by now. Trust me, yeah, it probably would have been longer. Girl. If you feel if you feel being left out, left us just sadful. No I'm more. just blessed with great skin, but some people are not because you took us right. out of Africa. Right. So shut the hell up. It's madness. They're crazy. But They're yeah. Beyond me. Um, another <laughs> another injustice that has happened um in the UK is to do with Belly Majinga. Belly Majinga. Is she Congolese? Yeah, I think she's Congolese, yeah. Belly Majinga. I really, again, guys, I really apologise if I'm mispronouncing her surname. But, again, so she was a black woman. She worked at um, a train station in London, London, Victoria, as I think one of, like, the operators. And um, I think back in March or April... She and her colleague, herself and her colleague, they were spat on by um, by a man. Spat, and I think they were pushed, something like that. Pat, no, spat on and coughed on by a guy that then claimed that he had um, COVID. Well, not claimed, he, he definitely had it. He had um, um, COVID-19. And then on the 5th of April, sadly, Auntie Belly, she passed away leaving her, I think, 11-year-old daughter, or I think she's 12. And, um, you know, the UK since then has just been in pieces because now they're saying how it's, um, it, there's no, what was it? I think there's no CCTV and how it can't be proven that it was basically that someone spat on her. These times, London, I think, if I'm correct, has the most CCTV cameras in the whole of Europe. It's like living in a big brother house, but you're saying, you know what? Then you can't find the man. It's murder. It's you see murder. That man, yeah. Wherever he is, I really hope. Mm, I don't, I don't, really, I don't want him to die. I can't I, wish death. I don't want him. To, no, I want to. No, we don't wish death on people. No way. No, no we don't no. wish death on people. Then he gets to suffer it. No, it gets to suffer. He gets to suffer. I don't know how. Not death. Now, God, no more. Yeah. Now, God, no more. But what I will say is this year, with the belly situation, I promise you, I read that and I, I 
I really broke down like in real tears because I just thought to myself how evil can you be like how Mm -hmm. ungrateful what is your problem the woman is come to work she don't need to do that everyone had the opportunity to work from home everybody's had the opportunity to like you know alter their working schedule obviously she's at work not just because you know it's her job and she's a key worker yeah but also because at the end of the day like if she wasn't there and you had an inquiry how you gonna there's always an uproar when something isn't right but you lot are putting these people at risk right to -hmm. help you out and you don't feel like there's a need for an uproar for her death this is what I'm you saying. lot are pissed off because if she wasn't there that day and you needed something and you needed assistance, right? You'd be going off about TFL. Yeah. She was there to help you, her and her colleague, and you yeah. open your dirty, stinking mouth and you cough and you spit on her. And they, they said how she was, She, I think she wasn't, no, what was it? Something about her not feeling well or something. And they just, they just basically said they needed her to come in or something like that. And it just goes to show. There's black corporations, UK um, companies, all of them, they have no value. A lot of them have no value for black lives at all. And they are users. If there's one thing that I've clocked about this UK yet is this this abuse person. Like the Windrush situation, you have brought people from the West Indies to come into the UK. They have worked their asses off. They have faced racism. They're the people that taught you people how to use um, common toilet or to wash yourselves or whatever the case may be. They're there in the hospitals. They're helping you guys stay alive. Literally, they're cleaning the streets, all of these things, yeah. But even just to give, what, 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 what is it, what, reparations or even just to give them stay in this country, the same country that they have served, it's a problem. And, and then you again, lot, yeah, heavy, like, but you lot and your bitch asses will go back to these countries and say, I'm doing mission work. Mission I'm work. helping. I'm, I'm I went to Kenya. I took I went a to the village. With a little black kid. Oh, I'm doing, shut the hell up. Shut your mouth. Up, yeah. No, they don't need you. They don't need you. They we don't. don't. We don't ever. And you know, we said for like honestly, I don't even want to go off on that black because you know we're all part of this shit. No, when the true. white people come to these these parts here, stop Standard praising them, them like they're the be all and the end all. Like they not mm. don't praise them for coming. Stop. It's that they look at white people as their savior. Not all, of course, not all, but some, it's it's too much, especially like, oof, don't want to get into it, but especially some of our leaders, yeah, they'll come and see a white face or a Chinese face and they have lost their minds. Like, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. And it's not that because they've come to use you, my friend. They've come to use you and it's as simple as that. Yeah, the reason why that guy from the UK, from bloody, what's it called, Brooklyn, sorry, Blackpool, is coming to Kenya or whatever to to, um, do missionary with these children and so it looks good on his CV. That's why he's doing And then you know what's really happening? They're grooming the kids and they're raping the kids. You don't even know. There's certain things that have been happening, right? Yeah, Yeah. aside from the fact that, you know, rape is is something that's been happening for centuries and consent is something that's been going, like, is is something that for some reason is not such an up, which should be an uproar. But, like, how how are you not so stupid? Like, how can you... It's nasty. Hold on. This is actually mad. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways. Did you hear that? Good girl. No, I didn't. I just saw the facial expressions. Oh, my God. But yeah, no, nah, it's actually mad. 
it's actually so crazy like honestly it's so mad that like, i just hope that one day we can just stop looking at these 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 people as if they've come to save us as it. if they're even better than us that there's they're not because if we if they were so much better than us they wouldn't be coming to our countries and taking our minerals they wouldn't be coming to um countries in africa or in or in the or in the west indies and taking their resources they wouldn't do that it's them that needs africa we don't need them we don't. You know the one that gets me as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm always so torn in this sense, but, like, I definitely know my, my position in my in Christianity. Like, I do, I love Jesus, and I yeah. do, I'm not the best Christian. I do try, but, you know. Yeah. Um, but things like this really get you thinking, like... You know, it's so mad, yeah, because me and my you cousin get, was talking about this You get so torn, yesterday. you get so torn because you know how these people go <sighs> into Africa and they manipulated the word to... to, to it's heavy. ...for their own gain. And yeah. that's exactly what Trump did when he took that picture. Mm, honestly. That's yeah. what Hitler did when he took the picture of the Bible too. And it's like, yeah. these people are followers of this. And, but then we know, we know, we know Christ. Yeah. We know exactly what Christ stands for. So yeah. it's like... You, it's fine. There's going to be false idols, as the Bible says, yeah. and people standing up and acting like you know they they they. But it's it's so it's so hard. It it's is. so hard because you <laughs> and you think to yourself, do you know what, right? Like you lot, you lot claim you come in, you claim that we're all these. They're the reasons why labels exist. They're the reasons why a lot of us have insecurities that we've never known we had. Like, do you know what it feels like for you to? To grow up thinking one thing and somebody burst your bubble and all of a sudden you got a, a sea of insecurities you never even knew you yeah. had. Yeah. And it's like, oh, because you lot come in and you, you just... They, why? They, they created it. I don't know if you've ever heard of... Okay, actually, no. I'll get to that in a bit. In terms of that, the Christianity thing, again, like, it is... It's, a, it's, ve- it's very sticky because, like... Yeah to be doing research on your your religion and the faith that you follow and you know you're seeing stuff like yeah they came into africa and they sold them the bible they told them to put their hands up and all of that kind of stuff yeah it it makes you wonder but one thing i've realized is it's so important to do deeper research that's why like recently i've been telling like people if you're a christian yeah anyone that's watching this that is christian i really say find time to look into christian theology get into it really get into the root of it because there may be i'm not trying to say you get into it you're gonna be like oh my god yeah god but you're going deeper into the faith sometimes forget about what your pastor's telling you because them too some some of them they're doing their own interpretation really really search for your faith that's, yourself. that's what it is though because you, you'll find it. that it's not actually the white man's religion but we're not gonna go deep into that that's <laughs> fine i'm gonna do that i'm gonna go do that i'm not saying that i, I didn't really i'm just saying that from the books yeah. that i have read and the way things have been interpreted it's just very yeah. hard to not think that way however True. i know exactly what christian has done for me my, yes, yeah, one exactly thing I stand for, one thing I stand for as a person is loyalty. Do you get it? Yeah. Like it might not be a hundred and fifty percent all the way, yeah. but we human and I'm a sinner. We move, sure. No, of course. Like, honestly, these people they make you want to hate everything about yourself, and you don't even realize it. So, I just, I just get, it just gets me angry. And what I, on, yeah, I was just gonna say that. Um, just talking about what you were saying with um, the insecurities. So I don't know if you've ever heard of Willie Lynch. Yeah. 
the, have you if you've ever anyone that's ever Willy read Lynch the Willie Lynch enough? letter yes the, no it's a letter it's a letter. I'm a hero Willie Lynch theory, bro. It's probably the same thing, but I'm specifically talking about the letter. In this letter, it was basically he I think he read it out at like a slave convention. Let's let's call it that. Yeah. And he was reading this letter to his fellow slave masters. And he was basically saying to them that you need to put the young against the old. Ah, uh, no, it's all dark about. against the light, the light skin against the dark skin, mm-hmm. all of these type of stuff. And as I'm going through the list, I'm realizing, hold on, these are still issues that are affecting the black community till this day. So just like what you said in terms of insecurities, one of them being colorism. That's not something that came from black people. That's something that white, again, white people created. Hey, look at you and say, oh yeah. Do you know? Do you know the thing is, yeah. If you actually like, when you're growing up and them things, they're like, you don't look at other people and think, oh, oh this. <laughs> like until somebody, it's it's all down to idolizing and it's all down to fear. And you speaking on that actually is a nice way of us getting into our next topic, which is colorism in Sierra Leone and the Sierra Leone community oh, and the boy. stories that have been flying in from that day. We tweeted about it Asha tweeted a lot about it and, and both of us started to get dms from so many people mad about their experiences yeah but not just colorism but racism in Sierra Leone. Mm. Now, first of all my first thought when i first read this and please excuse my ignorance was how the hell that we have this like i know it racism is anywhere everywhere and anywhere yeah but it really gets me angry because it's like you even have a right you come into a black man's country and you want to do this no, let me let me give some background here. So, so basically, I was just going through the TL, and again, as you don't know right now, the TL is very the Twitter, sorry, is very emotionally charged. Social media in general, right now, everywhere. So, one of my tweeted. I want to get a tweet up actually. Yeah, let me read it word for word because she said I can. So I'm gonna because I actually want to read the thread because when I saw this, guys, I was like, what? All right. So she tweeted, if we really want to talk about racism, Sierra Leone has it bad. And then she goes on to say, especially in the Lebanese community, but y'all ain't ready for that conversation. Then she said, and I want somebody to try. We ready. Is Lebanese. My father is Lebanese and he will even attest to this. Even some family member called me and my brother's dirty Lebanese because we're dark, darker skin complexion. And because of this very reason, it's some, there's some places in Sierra Leone basically that she would never, you know, um, spend her money in. And then she mentions a particular company in Sierra Leone, which I was really disappointed about. Um, she said that she had a terrible experience at that place in Sierra Leone. And um, it will be the last time that she goes there. Can, so, you, yeah. can you tell me what the place is through chat, please? Because I actually don't know who you're talking, what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm going to send that to you now. Um, so my thoughts on that. Um, it's shocking. You know what? I'm going to give you a little bit of a history lesson. So my uncle, Maxam, he lives in... No! I know. I know. Mad. And I said that was one of my favourite places there, you know. Literally, just the other, I think the other month I was tweeting about it. Yeah. yeah. And it's mad because when I went there, I, I didn't see any, you know, I didn't see any Lebanese people. I didn't see anyone problem. Them serving me, but boy. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my uncle Maxam, he lives in Indiana. 
in America and he's wrote yeah. he's written a lot of books about Sierra Leone um history and not just the history we're talking about way back and I was reading it and I tried my best but you know me I like novels yeah. <laughs> so I did try but from what I did read was that actually the Lebanese people were um quite early settlers in Sierra Leone yeah yeah and they they've been there for centuries mm. um what pisses me off is like there's a lot of things that came to mind when Ash actually sent me this list you know like even before I went to bed there was something I even thought about like this is me going is is racing through all of my thoughts at this point but mm-hmm. I even sat down and I thought to myself like you know these people have so much um privilege you come into the country and you know you settle down and you know you raise your children here and then you decide to segregate yourself from the the very civilians who basically built up the place where you can actually lay your head in peace you have and you feel like you have a right aside from that it really annoys me because you know they created another race of um children lighter skinned beautiful beautiful i haven't seen um i haven't seen a you know a war one i haven't they're all gorgeous but you know (laughs) (laughs) i don't know yeah 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 Yeah? and they have absolute crap attitudes (laughs) you know like they really you know try to separate themselves as well yeah i remember going out clubbing my cousins as well like you know i'll never forget one of my cousins she's like you know she's a baddie still i love her she's my favorite but yeah she she's She's a high maintenance girl. And I remember, like, she always used to say to me, you know, like, you know, you, you go out and make sure, you know, you, like, ease towards the Lebanese people, innit? Because oh, wow. But it's them ones where it's like, you know, there's levels of class. And how dare you try to put yourself in a position mm-hmm. that is above everyone else? Like, they came in, they invested in, like, the, the economy. That mm-hmm. one, I will not lie to you. They yeah. definitely did that. But in doing that, you don't need to the people that were living there because before you came regardless of whether you came or not the economy was going to be there people had been doing that so what really gets me is like I was even sitting there and I was thinking about even down to like the war like what were they doing during the war did they get affected by it that much? I've never thought about that until you just said it. Honestly, it hit me the other day because I was thinking to myself, do you know? Yeah, where were they? Where were they? What were they doing? Were Were they affected by it? Yeah. What what was going on? Yeah. And this is something I'm putting this as a question out to people. Please write under the comments. You know, tweet us, DM us. Let yeah. us know exactly your experience. Not to start a war. Not to start um any sort of tension. I'm just I just want to understand what was going yeah. on because you know there was a civil war going on in Sierra Leone. If you claim you're Sierra Leoneans, you're part of the community and you're starting this whole classism situation you're and probably, segregation. Probably like another country. Yeah, you put if you if that's the case then you know. If the, and, and that's another thing as well. It's gonna I'm I'm really racing through things right now because there's a lot going in my mind, but it even gets me down to the comment that, you know, a certain somebody made recently on Facebook, which outraged probably every single black Sierra Leonean that I've seen, where oh, okay. he said, um, how can we talk about it's something don't quote me for this but it's something along the lines of like how you know racism goes both ways because he wasn't even able to get citizenship and he was born in syria oh please man now do you know you know what continue because i can tell you've got a lot (laughs) to say (sighs) you said you before just shut up because why you talk like how dare you how dare you and so i loved some of the comments on that 
somebody wrote, if we used to go to Lebanon now, would, would they give us citizenship? Would they give us, exactly. And, and you know what? Um, <coughs> it's a colorism thing as well. It's mm-hmm. just, it's basically what black, white people do to black people. That's exactly what it is. Like, and that's it, actually, disclaimer. So for me personally, I've when I've any any time that I've gone to Sierra Leone, like I haven't experienced racism from a Lebanese person. I haven't even seen it. So I enjoy imagine my shock. Pardon. I enjoy it when they speak for you. I think it's so like whoa. <laughs> oh, actually, no, no, no. Probably, I'm gonna get into that. But yeah, um, so yeah, I've never experienced it. So you can imagine my shock when I started seeing other people's tweets, basically confirming what the girl said. You know, so right now for me. I'm more just like I hate racism. I hate anything that that just yeah. that, just, that just oozes hate. I hate it. Yeah. So, but to see so many people's different accounts of it, it's like, come on, it can't all be you know not true. That doesn't make sense. So no, it's true. Said, someone said um, I had an uncle from my mother's side who refused to shake my hand because my dad is black. Ah, let me. Yeah, it's pretty bad that. here especially when you work for a foreigner or in a company controlled by foreigners. It is a sad experience. The last job I had to quit because the boss was racist and violent with their workers. I got one. Yeah. Let me read the one I got. Somebody said, I saw your post. We have a huge problem in Sierra Leone. No one is talking about with racism and just plain jealous colorism. A lot of locals treat white outsiders like kings and queens Mm. more than we, the diaspora, who try to come and help. And there was like they're trying to think of businesses um and a few businesses that they never really experienced racism but they employ black asians and lebanese and it's crap wages and you know it's sure better than the top one percent of blacks in sierra leone so wow. you lot are not just racist you're now dehumanizing people literally like, and but, it's already it's mm-hmm. already a country whereby as much as it's beautiful and the economy's coming up and it's, yeah. there's a lot of poverty yeah. And instead of you to, you know, assist when I did it, yeah. <laughs> to make life harder for the people that are originally from there, like you have a right. Yeah. I was talking to my dad about this um yesterday because he, he lives there currently and he and I was just asking him like dad, like have you ever re- experienced racism? And he said, Me personally, no. But does it happen? Is it around? Of course. But that's mainly like from this is just his take yeah he said it's mainly like um how do i put it when you know like the people that are mates yeah a lot of them are black Ceylonians and they'll be in these lebanese houses as maids in it and he said it stems from that so obviously they see us as less than and um he was just saying how just a lot of the time they're rich like if you see a poor he was basically saying to me how um, again, I would love for other people to confirm this as well, but he was basically saying, if you see a poor Lebanese person, that's probably because they've ended up having to marry somebody that is black. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Because so he gave an example saying how um, he had a friend and um, she, what was it? No, so it was, I think it was two, yeah. So he had this woman, yeah, and she was married to her husband and whatever, and then her husband died. And then she remarried a black Ceylonian, and literally from there, that's when you know it's kind of like they kind of like denounce you or whatever from the community or, or whatever. Because bare Lebanese people live on Spare Road, bare them in, in Sierra Leone. But yeah, like it just stems from just looking at us and seeing us as lower class because of our skin tone. That is that's 
mad. That's I think it's mad. such a wild concept to come to Sierra Leone, Africa, mm. right? Set up your businesses, go to the schools, um, invest in the economy, be within the culture, ask for citizenship, and then look at the people that actually look at the people there that they're cra- it's cheeky. It's and, and say to them, oh, una, you lot are less than us. You still you still yeah. the country, okay. you learn the yeah. language, you went mm-hmm. there, you indulged in the culture, you eat our food, but it's we're rude. less than you. How it's does that rude. make sense? And How does that course, make sense? And of course, not all are like that because I know we, we definitely have people that, that are Lebanese that are listening right now. So this isn't direct. If you know this isn't about you, please don't take offence to it. Don't but take understand offense, this but from people's accounts. It's out there. It's in Sierra Leone. forget. Not even just about people's. Don't take mm. offence to it, but don't sit here and act like you are unaware of this happening. They you are unaware. It's true. You know. Open your mouth and speak. Do you understand? Why, well, how, many, yeah. how long is it going to take us here for us to realise, right? You can sit there and you can call people out on being wrong and people being fake and whatever when it's not suiting your purpose, but you can see there's a bigger issue out yeah. there. You don't want to do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. But when, it, when it suits you, that's when you want to be nice, nice to people. Because more time, you lot are talking about how, oh, black people are less than you in their own country. But when you go to the hospitals and when you go to all these places that are going to basically save your life, it's the same people that are there to help you. Mm. But you lot are you're, you're looking at us like we're less. We said like honestly, but, the way my yeah. heart is set up here, honestly, it's because you know certain circumstances have like really softened my heart. Because I swear to you, if not me, I don't even have to now. Why am I helping you? You mm. send your, your child to school, the Lebanese kid, yeah. Let him go and learn mm. book. Let him go and open the doctor's surgery, and you lot go straight to that. Or better yet, go back to Lebanon. Boy. <sighs> You know you can have a personal issue with somebody based off of something they've actually done to you, but to take out an anger across the board because somebody is of a colour or somebody is of a race, you are actually mentally ill and you need help. But you know what? You know who I blame? Because these are the the politicians. That exactly. These are the people that are enabling these things. I don't. I'm not. I'm not in any way, so shape, or form sending for you know the government or anything like that. But you have to really look inside of your circle and deep what's going on. Because is it because a foreigner is giving you people money that is you're just going to turn a blind eye to things? It's bad. And can I just say crazy? Can I just yeah. say this year? Sorry to keep cutting you. Can I just say this year? We 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 elect these people as our leaders based off the fact that we think that they have good judgment on what needs to happen next. Yet consistently, we have leaders who doesn't know their ass from their elbows and they consistently, please don't quote me on this, I'm not talking about anybody specifically, but if I come up missing, you lot know where I've gone. But what I'm saying is... <laughs> That's what you said. No, for real. <laughs> No, but you like oh, elect these leaders based off of what the country as a whole believes as somebody who's going to take places people further, and yet consistently you have the same issues coming century after century after century because those leaders do not have a mind of their own, and we as a nation, yes, we all have different opinions on it. But if your whole goal is peace, why do you keep looking for ways around it to consistently? consistently inflict pain on others why why if you know yeah and this goes to this goes to any white lebanese black every person that is listening to me yeah right now if you know 
that you, because the white people excuse, excuse me, say thing, yeah, if you know you don't want this to happen, then don't act this way. Because all we want is peace. You want peace? No. You want peace? No, shut You're up. You're the one that needs to change your exactly. attitude. That's what I'm saying. The, if they want peace, they need to be quiet because really and truly, yeah. the reason why there's no peace. Every single one of us have a part to play. Mm-hmm. Every single one of us have a part to play. It's true. But the difference with Africa is if it's okay, specifically speaking Sierra Leone. Yeah, it's money. But the re- with with Sierra Leone is it's a how do I put it? It's kinda like I think it's kinda like an easy thing to sort out. The reason why I say that is because the majority is black. The majority are black Sierra Leoneans. But what we need to be focusing on, yeah, is is improving our resources so people can go to schools, people can learn new types of skills. So you know what? These black people, these black Sierra can one day be millionaires, be billionaires or whatever the case may be and invest back into their country. Invest back into their country, sorry. We are Sierra Leoneans, Sierra Leoneans in Sierra Leone as well, yeah? We shouldn't have to be going to foreigners. We shouldn't have to be going to Lebanese people or whatever, yeah? To be finding sources of just, you know, whether it be land, whether it be, you know, um, I don't know, just money in general, finances in general. It is sad. What you're saying, I know it's not easy, but there needs to be a way to sort that out. There, I, I feel like it's definitely something that can be done as well. Because if we actually yeah. look at the history of you know black people, anyways, who knew that it, there was points in our on, on our timeline we, we wasn't nowhere near like millionaires mm. and millionaires, and now there's many of us. Yeah. So it's not like it's impossible, especially in Sierra Leone. But I think. We need a mentality change, aside from that as well, because you need to want it. You can't just say it, you need to want it. And you need to want it, you need to thirst for it in a, in a way that is going to push you to places that you never even thought your mind would go. You need yeah. to want it differently. I'm, I'm not saying that they yeah. don't out there, and I know the resources are very limited, you know, and it just... Like and you know what we as a as a young community of Syrians in the diaspora in the UK in America in Australia everywhere across the world even in um, Sierra Leone we have a duty to to change this you know because the reality yeah. is whether you not like it or not the way this is looking right like I'm not being funny here but who really wants to stay somewhere where they're not wanted? Mhm. Do you know Do you know what I will say though? There I feel I think there has been some good that has come out. I'm not talking about the racism, I'll get back to that. But basically, I remember, I think I read something last year that said that um, the president, uh, Mada Bio, was the first African president to actually decline an offer from the Chinese. That was really So the deal, yeah, so the deal was to build, build build, rebuild the airport, right? And he declined it. And I applaud him so much for that. Because what, how are we going to continue to get Sierra Leone in debt? So I think that it's it's there. It's not that they're not capable of it. They're more than capable of it. But it needs to be something that is consistent, you know? I think they just and need to invest in the right things. I really do. Yeah, and invest more in black Sierra Leoneans. Like, yeah. I think... Me and I think it was me and you that was talking about this the other day. When you go to Sierra Leone, you go to those back roads, you go to I think where I was well, I can't remember where I was passing. I don't know if it was Congo Cross, I don't remember. But I remember looking out my window and I just saw these these groups of boys literally just building electronics. And I'm saying, You you mean to tell me these people one day if you don't if you if you invest in these people, they won't go and do something great for Sierra Leone? Come on. Hey, it only takes one, you know. It only takes one. 
Honestly, you know how many of these women that they've got restaurants and they're, they're cooking that sweet, sweet pasta, you know? Mm. And it's so much, you'll never eat it on the strip, fam. Don't go to, I'm not saying don't go to the Lebanese people, so then they have people cooking, but we just need to be, we just need to be clever about this. I yeah. feel like they need to figure out where they're putting their investments. If you want to invest in young people, please do so. And I yeah. think another thing they really need to look into is the health system. Fix up. Yeah, people are dying for nothing. Literally for nothing. A lot of the deaths out there. Wasn't it somebody that said? Um, I think it was it's when sad. we had um our our babes Toya on here. She was talking about how it's not even sometimes about the surgery or the thing. It's the aftercare. Yeah. Common aftercare. Yeah. But we can't. Do you, do you know what though? At the same time, I feel like again, this is definitely it's a governmental issue. It's yeah. something that they need to be investing in. But I feel like they, there needs to be a push. I don't know how they're going to do it, but there needs to be a push. I feel like it's been for too long that Shalone has kind of been put at the bottom. It's, it's, I'm tired of being known. I'm tired of Shalone being known as that country that, you know, when they fall down, they just get back up. Sometimes it's not every day fall down. Sometimes it's, you know, stay, stay up and, you know, keep going on that Rwanda did road. it. Rwanda you know I mean? did it. Rwanda went through that genocide. Rwanda but I know they can. This is the thing. Sierra is more than capable. We are. Capable. And I'm just going back to the racism thing. What, another reason why it hurt me as well is because we spoke of, we, well, there'll be an episode on this anyways, yeah. We've spoken about um, the religious um, tolerance of Sierra Leone. Like, we love that. There's no, oh, you're Christian, I'm Muslim, I can't talk to you. Do you know what I mean? Our country is so peaceful. We don't care. We don't entertain that rubbish. So to hear racism, that's why, honestly, I read those tweets and I was shocked. So I really do hope that from people, you know, listening to these podcasts, sorry, listening to this particular episode, like, you know, if, if that's something that you're experiencing in Sierra Leone, I'm really sorry about that, but something needs to be done. That is horrid. Also, you know one thing I've realised, yeah, I could be wrong, but when I've asked, when I've asked, um, what's it called, my, I've not asked my mum and my dad if they both experienced it, both of them said, no, they don't. So this makes me think, this is probably something that has developed over the years. Do you know what I mean? No, I think, I think, I think, could be wrong, I but I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's something that's developed. I think it's always been there. Um, mm. Generally, anywhere you go, if you've got a bit more money or your lifestyle's a bit better, you're going to look down on people. It's just a horrible thing to happen. It's what, it's what people do in it. It's what we yeah. do. And, you know, I'm not, it's so, it's such a, it's such a subconscious thing. You don't even think about it. Like, you just yeah. do. But it depends on whether you can check yourself when you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do think is that it, it's always been about I haven't experienced the racism out there myself I actually don't know if it's because you know me and Jesse but Johnny just camp just camp never experienced it myself but then at the same time I've never really like gone out and I've, I've had like warm welcomes in the same respect mm-hmm. maybe I don't know you don't know I don't know so I don't really take it in that way um, yeah. I just feel like if that's the case, you know, just limit it. And the colorism part of it, because it's just it's stupid, absolutely stupid. Yeah. You either way, regardless of what you think, yeah, you you might be a bit lighter than me. I might be a bit darker than you, but if push comes, doesn't mean anything. 
if it was, you know, back in segregation times, you're still black. Like, you know, it's, you're just a bit yellow, and so what? I'm just a bit darker, and what? We're all black, and still beautiful, you're beautiful, we're all beautiful, like, and this is it. As humans, we actually need to just look into realizing that, you know, color should have never been an issue, but you guys made it one. Yeah. And, and you know, one, phrase that people say sorry i know i'm waffling on you but you know do you know people say i don't see color like for a long time i used to think you know what <laughs> nah. no no but you know wait listen listen it takes you it takes education to make you realize why that statement's wrong because when you first hear it the mm. first time you ever you think to yourself oh okay like as in you you see us all as one but when you actually take it you can't say you don't see color because i'm right, right, right in your face I'm right in front of you. It took me a minute. I'm not, I'm not going to sit and pretend like I wasn't ignorant to it. But mm. I think we all were. You know, it takes education to realise why that statement is very wrong. And like mm. Aisha said earlier, we're not here to educate you lot on, on what it is. Because if I see you as a white guy, that's your colour. You're white. Mm. If you see me as a black person, that's my colour. I'm black. Don't come up to me and say, don't see colour. Don't come up to me and say, all lives matter. No. All right? All lives Listen, no one said all lives don't matter, but the point is, yeah, the saying is stupid. Yeah, because clearly it doesn't, because then no, black lives would matter, but they don't. Listen, if all lives matter, then why are you not doing this? That's what I'm saying. It's actually as simple as that. You don't, if you can't understand why, why all lives matter is offensive, yeah. Like, all lives matter, but black people are getting killed. So if all lives matter, then why are they getting killed? Yeah. I just want to end this year I just before we wrap up I just want to say one more thing and then we're mm-hmm. going to go into our big up you you know just want to end it on a positive note guys like with everything that's going on now I don't want we don't want anybody to feel discouraged mm-hmm. we don't any we don't even want anybody to be scared this is a time now that black people are actually standing up and really really fighting we've been doing it for years but you can tell that this is a time now where we are really really when we're not giving up we're really really fighting you know and continue loving yourself love your black skin understand that you matter understand that understand that your lives your life matters mm-hmm. and also continue to do your research on everything i think this should, this should just push everybody to just strive to learn more about yourself learn more about your blackness and learn more about everything that's going on in today's climate because mm-hmm. i'm telling you it's not always what it seems so just oh, make Lord. sure you know do your thing like but well, we got this black lives matter and yeah man we've got this so oh what, big up here yeah? oh, okay cool so oh, okay. <laughs> all right cool so um big up you our big up you of the week goes to young salon so they are creative hub for young serodonians you know i guess yeah all around the world um we really appreciate them and what they do so again guys that, that are listening please go and follow them they're doing so well they really do put us out there on the map and we appreciate them so much black businesses matter black african businesses matter and yeah that's that's it make sure you go follow them especially on yeah instagram and twitter so yeah Yeah, guys that wraps up today's episode of the talk podcast 
obviously, like I said before, you know, don't feel insecure about who you are. Know who the hell you are. It's a great time to be who you are at the moment. And stand for something. Don't fall for everything. Just be you unapologetically and make sure that, you know, don't mince words, fam. You can see wrong is wrong and you see right is right and you know wrong and right. Just make sure you're saying it. Speak Mm. up and do the right thing. Not for what you believe is peer pressure. What you know deep down in your soul you would not appreciate for yourself. Speak up and say so. And just move like that, guys. We've got a lot of work to do, but the the work has started properly now. And as for Sterilonians out there who are, you know, discouraged because of, you know, the lifestyle they might be living or the colour that they are, you're loved regardless. You're loved. And, you know, we're Mm. here. We're here. Just let us know. And speaking on that, last thing to say, sorry, um, because obviously this episode, you know, special episode. When yeah. we drop it out, you'll know, which is right now. Um, make sure you're putting down all of... We've been we've been calling a lot of you lot to come to us about businesses in Sierra Leone that are operating. We want to know. There's a reason for it. We're not going to tell you the reason, but when we're tweeting these things, it's not because we're tweeting it, it's because we want you to you lot to tell us because we need to know because we have opportunities. So please tweet us with businesses that are out there, upcoming ones, ones that are established out there and both in the UK, because like we said, we're the ones that have to, we have to create the billionaires and we're going to do that. Okay? Yeah. So, that's all from us. I am Fifi. I'm Aisha. And that's a wrap. <laughs>